Welcome to Sex Communication, a project aimed at changing how people talk about sex. It features audio recordings of sex acts, extremely frank conversations, and many confessionals. Please note that our content is explicit and uncensored. And while these episodes may indeed arouse you, the intent is to inform and inspire. Join us now for a judgment and shame-free exploration of sex. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Hello and welcome to episode 90. Today is the quickie episode detailing how I got off from December 2nd through December 8th. And I had a pretty good week. Um, It's slightly more active sexually than it was last week. Just given the fact that there was some sexual activity this week and last week there was absolutely none. Uh, So I masturbated Thursday night and I watched porn for what felt like the first time in months. Um, And yeah, it's been kind of common lately, or at least as long as I've had that, uh, the tiger vibe, which I've linked to many, many times, um, where, I don't know, I used to have this practice when I masturbate while watching porn where I just use my fingers. But since I've gotten that vibe, which was this year, I feel like it was in the summer, late spring. Yeah, I think my old, my old toy died in the late spring, so it, it had to have been that time. Anyway, the point is that I have been using that toy while I watch porn as basically as a dildo. I don't really turn it on. I do enjoy turning it on when I'm just using toys, but with the porn, I'm just kind of having it in there just because I I do like uh, the feeling of penetration and I'm not even moving it. I just kind of put it in and um, have it in while I touch my own clit with my hands. Um, there's too much going on to use both toys, both the magic wand and that vibrator together while watching porn. I'm generally watching porn on my phone and holding it in my hand. So I just don't have enough, I don't have enough extremities to handle all of, all of those devices, but which it's just fine because, you know, having that in as a dildo works great, you know? I thought I'd be a bit more specific about that this week because I kind of realize I've been perhaps a bit vague about the actual techniques. And this has really only come to mind because on Saturday I had an interview scheduled with somebody and after we recorded the interview, I recorded him masturbating. And it just got me thinking about how many men I've watched masturbate this year. And also, you know, there have been some interviews where I've spoken with women about, you know, how they masturbate. And some of them have gotten specific. And, you know, it's just very, I don't know, it just remains a subject of fascination for me. I mean, sexual practice in general is a subject of fascination. But I think even more specifically about masturbation because it is so private and it is so personal. And because of those two things, it's generally, I don't know. I I feel like everyone brings their own kind of flavor to it. And, um, this guy did have a bit, you know, some unique techniques, at least unique so far as in the, say just in the 20 or so men, I feel like I've watched masturbate this year. 
Um, he did do some things I've never seen before, but I will say that of all the men that I've watched, like everyone has their own combination of things, which is not shocking at all. Right. Um, but it really made me think of, you know, with all the, the men that I've observed, or at least, you know, people with external genitalia, it just made me more curious about the variation in techniques with those with internal genitalia. So I feel like that's perhaps something I'm going to focus on in 2020. You know, I mentioned we're going to be taking January off to prepare for season two. So I do want to bring some attention to what is covered and how it is covered. And I, you know, so I'm stating that as one of the things is, you know, exploring exploring that specific area of, um, of technique through research and documentation. So if any of you are listening and you have internal genitalia, and by that, I mean a vagina, um, I'd love to hear what you do, how you get off. What do you, you know, what are the specifics about how you're doing it? Um, because I think we, there is a lot of variation, but a lot of us are not aware of it because we so infrequently hear those specifics spoken about. Email me at sexatgraphicpaint.com and let's get that conversation going. Anyway, what else happened? Oh, well, <laughs> this was largely inspired by um, the porn that I watched. I watched three clips Thursday night and I barely got into the third one and was just kind of fucking irritated and and gave up on it and came shortly after, which I believe was probably just due to a reflexive response of arousal to what I was watching, but not really, it was not mentally turned on. And in fact, it felt like my mind and my body were in such conflict. That's what led to my frustration and just like, whatever. But like I said, I came shortly after having that feeling. Anyway, um, I'm losing my train of thought. All right, 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 right. The first clip that I watched, oh my God. And I, I can't believe that I haven't come across this in porn sooner. Although, I mean, it's a good thing because it was horrible. The guy in the video was wearing sunglasses, right? This wasn't an outdoor shoot. This was an indoor shoot with very bright light. And the guy was wearing sunglasses. It was awful really disgusting. Like, like one guy just looked like such a douchebag because of that. It's just, I, I find it, I get very, I have a very strong reaction to men wearing sunglasses inside, especially when it's in combination with any kind of sexual activity. It's horrifying. It's disgusting. It turns me off dramatically, like very intensely. And I have like, I, I want to throw up. It's so, it's so awful. So it just made me think, I don't know, perhaps I start a regular segment of unsolicited advice. <laughs> and so I have two topics I'd like to talk about as far as unsolicited advice. And maybe this is unsolicited bad advice. And of course, it's very personally driven. But I have very strong feelings about men wearing sunglasses inside in relation to any sexual activity. And I think even if it was outside, if you're fucking, I don't know, there's just something incongruous about a man or anybody being fully naked and then wearing sunglasses. It's like doing something naked, but you're wearing socks and shoes. 
Like, come on. It just is so stupid. Whatever. Anyways, but getting back to the, the sunglasses. <laughs> because this is not the first time I've encountered it. And in fact, the first time that I encountered it was somebody that I had an ongoing friends with benefits situation with sent me a video of him masturbating again indoors with bright light. And he was wearing the same douchebag black wraparound sunglasses as the guy in this porn clip. And it was just awful. I couldn't, oh my God. Oh God, it was so disgusting. I mean, here is somebody that I have slept with before. I was <laughs> willing to sleep with again until I saw this video. Um, you know, it has very nice dick. And it's like, oh my God, I was so put off. And I was like, what the fuck were you thinking? And he just thought he looked so cool and sexy, which I'm sure some ill-advised producer on this porn set would also have that same thought. I could not disagree more. So it is my plea to you, if you are a male, but really, but this I feel like is kind of a universal thing. Like, don't ever, 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 ever record and send, or even just record so that it exists in the ether of the universe, you doing anything sexual on video or, you know, or photograph with sunglasses while you're naked. Just ugh, think of something else. And, you know, always never send anything like this to somebody unless there's an established openness to receiving that kind of content, i.e. do not send unsolicited dick pics. Whether it's a dick pic or a dick video, it's kind of the same thing. If it's unsolicited, there's no establishment of somebody's willingness to receive that sort of thing. Just be safe and don't do it. Anyway, the second part of my unsolicited advice segment, a PSA, if you will, is to young men. Young men who perhaps are still finding their sexual voice and legs and identity whatever, and perhaps may not have the most accurate assessment of their bodies. This has to do with magnum condoms, because it seems to be a bit of a trend I've been noticing with younger guys, that they bring magnum condoms to an encounter. And I can't tell you how rarely it is appropriate. <laughs> appropriate being meaning appropriate in the sense of they have a dick big enough that warrants having to use a magnum condom and not being able to really safely get away with using a regular condom, which is a very small part of the population. If you think about the average dick size in America is roughly six inches. Some places like to say six and a half, but I feel like that's bullshit. It's six inches if you do a little deeper research. Okay, so six inches. Even if you're fucking eight inches, you can still wear a regular condom with no problem. Like, I find it largely has to do with thickness and length, not just one or the other. Whatever. That's not the point. The point is, I don't know. And again, this, this is my impression. I could be incorrect, but it seems like with younger guys that perhaps... They don't know, right? They don't know 
really where they fall on the spectrum of dick size. And so they go out and they buy a Magnum condom and they put it on their erect penis and it doesn't fall off. And they assume because, well, this condom has not fallen off, that means that it fits. And if it fits, that means that this is what I should wear. And so then they become a Magnum condom purchaser and then the person who brings a Magnum condom to a sexual encounter. And it is my feeling that unless you have a partner that says to you, I think you need a Magnum condom, that maybe don't wear a fucking Magnum condom. Because the fact that something doesn't fall off is not actually an indication that it fits or that it's necessary. Yeah, I mean, let me remind you about my experience with Mr. Baggy Magnum condom wear, where, you know we're sleeping together. And afterwards I'm saying to him, do you really think that you need those? Like, this is not a conversation you need to have. Nobody needs, nobody wants to have that conversation. It's uncomfortable for everybody involved. And also, I don't know, I can't, there's judgment. I'm having judgment. Wait, if I'm sleeping with a guy, a new guy, right. And he has Magnum condoms with him and he's not well endowed, which happens more often than not say for like, the five people I've known that have brought Magnum condoms with them, one of them needed to wear Magnum condoms. And he was an older person who I'm sure like knew himself well enough to, you know, have made that assessment accurately. And more likely than not, somebody had said to him, I think that you should wear a Magnum condom. And not that he came to this on his own and had been doing it since his youth and was like, oh, well, nobody, you know, because I can't see somebody getting to their 40s or 50s um, and wearing Magnum condoms without needing to and nobody's saying anything to them along the way. So this does seem to be a young person's issue, but maybe not. Anyway, so there ends my unsolicited advice. Do with it what you will. I just wanted to put that out there. Anyway, getting back to the more important things. So the porn, I have included all three of the links that I watched. Um, none of them were great. <laughs> Although I didn't watch more than a few seconds of the third one. So I really can't tell you, um, how good it was or what my, my true thoughts are. But as always, the links have a short description to let you know both my thoughts and the activity involved in what you're going to be watching. And until Thursday's regular episode, I wish you well. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you dig it? tell a friend, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, send an email. I really would love for you to do all of these things. And if you'd like to know more about this project, visit graphicpaint.com sexpodcast for additional episodes and background on how this all began. And if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, send an email to sex at graphicpaint.com. Every story and experience is valuable, so why not do an interview or submit your own filthy audio? Be a part of our revolution and help us spread the message of sexy self-acceptance.